0: at MikeCrock.com forward slash book. That's Mike C-R-O-C.com forward slash book. Go get yourself a copy. And subscribe to the What Are You Made Of podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. If you like watching these, it's available on YouTube at my channel, Mike Crock Scirocco, Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of What Are You Made Of with your boy, Mike Crock. So thankful to have you here. Thank you for joining us and listening. Thank you for the support of the What Are You Made Of movement and also the Rocket Fuel concept and book, which is available now at Mike Crock with no K, Mike C-R-O-C.com forward slash book, Mike com forward slash book. Go get your Rocket Fuel book. Guys, it is all about converting setbacks and becoming unstoppable. And I want to share that with you. Um, It means the world to me to get this message out. And I, I just want to make sure that you're aware of it. I'm promoting the hell out of it. And the, the forward is actually written by my mentor, Grant Cardone. And actually, when you read the forward, you'll get chills. It's so good. So get a copy of that, mikecrock.com forward slash book. And today, I have a friend of mine, Brian Damaso. He's actually in a cold weather environment right now, but we're talking about Miami and uh, get me all fired up and ready to go. So Brian, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Mike, thanks for having me, brother. It's a, it's a pleasure and honor to be here.
0: So Brian, let's start off the show. Generally, we we'll start off the show with uh, what are you made of? And we'll ask that question in a second. But can you just give us a little background of, of what you do and who you are?
1: Yeah, yeah. Happy to do that. So I mean, my background is very varied. I, I kind of grew up traditional, um, white collar. I, I went to um, a technical high school. I was very blessed to get into the General Electric Company at 17 years old on their engineering program. So I was just very, very lucky environment. Uh, I grew up what I call American broke, right? Not, not impoverished, but You know, me and my brother um, is a single mom. She was a waitress. We were in a third floor apartment. So I grew up pretty, you know, probably like most of the people listening, right? And I was just very blessed to get good grades. And I got into the General Electric company. But that was an environmental thing, right? It was an environmental thing. I wasn't around entrepreneurship. I wasn't around any of the stuff that we talk about today. Uh, I was just very blessed, you know? And I went down that road for many years, about 10 years. And then um, General Electric closed very suddenly, right? So my whole entire world, my existence... Everything stopped very, very quickly, and I was forced into the real world. And that's where I started to discover entrepreneurship. Now, at the same time that GE closed, I lost my job. My wife, at the time, left me. She's like, "Well, <laughs> you know, that's that's enough of that." And uh, so it was, I was—I found myself in a very short period of time without a job. You know, we had a, a young young daughter, and also where I was living. So it was kind of a kind of a a shock, right? A paradigm shift at a young age, 20 years old. And it really caused me to start looking and become more aware and seek mentorship and things of that nature
0: you said 28 years old yeah and was the marriage situation all because of the job or was it because you know know, there's no blame
1: there there's definitely absolutely (laughs) beautiful person matter of fact she's my assistant now it's kind of a funny story but yeah back then we're just young right i mean you're so young yeah yeah the grass is greener type of thing you know there's no no blame i I probably wasn't paying attention either young ignorant man not not paying attention to my wife i mean uh, nobody did anything bad or wrong there was no.
0: I always like to ask that question though, because yeah. like, you know, some of the things that you go through in life, like obviously we learn things from, so
1: absolutely, like, what
0: would be one lesson? And, and by the way, the reason I asked this and I stopped you, and pardon me for doing no, that. Feel free. Feel free. Relationships to me is where like that creates a successful man. You know, hundred percent. And if my wife is having conflict with something or having issues, it takes away from my focus of what I'm trying to do. Dude, hundred percent. So what what, what's a lesson that you learned from that?
1: Well, I think the lesson is is priorities, right? Understand what's important. I mean, nobody leaves somebody because they're happy, right? She didn't leave me because she was happy, and it wasn't abusive or anything either. It wasn't that it was toxic; it's just kind of flat. Yeah. You know, I was pursuing work. I was pursuing my body. I was working out. Right. And more than likely, I just took my eye off the prize. I mean, nobody leaves a, a good situation like that, right? So I had yeah. to reflect and say, what, you know, what did I do to cause this as well? It wasn't, it's always two sides to everything. So I learned mm-hmm. that. I learned to uh, you know, have to try to have some balance, understand what's important in life, right? And again, there's no blame there. We're not, we're not taught any of this stuff in school. There's no, there's no classes on relationships or self-image right. or decisions, right? We're taught math, science, English, and history. It just is what it is. And you harvest the good and forgive the rest. Like I said, I'm not kidding. She's my... Full-time assistant now. Oh, we, we, oh get, yeah, we get along amazing. She's the it's mother of my daughter. We get along like probably better than most married couples. You know, it's, it's pretty, and, and pretty did funny. you get
0: re- did you get remarried? Um,
1: <laughs> another longer story. I did, and <laughs> another another divorce for different reasons. That was a longer-term uh, stint. We had about a ten-year marriage, and the reason why that one didn't work wasn't it wasn't because of what happened the first time. We just really grew apart. This is when I really started to discover entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and the person that I was with just wasn't. And again. Because we don't get taught into stuff in school, I have no reference points. You don't. You don't. You're just growing, right? You don't have anything. Nobody knows how to explain to you how to process the information. For the most part, there's no there's no good guidance. You know, generally speaking, as you know, as an entrepreneur, that's it's a hard spirit, hard spirit to hold down.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, one of my friends and mentors, Richie Dolan. He works with the Lakers and LeBron and the Heat and all that. He, he, he mentioned something to me the other day. Why do these some of these people that he would work with possibly would not reach their goals? And for mm. entrepreneurship and for us trying to reach where we're going, and we're always thinking big and going after things. And one of the three reasons was the goal was not communicated clearly or properly or at all. Dude, one
1: thousand one thousand 1,000%, it's a lack of communication. It's a lack of getting on the same page. It's also understanding paradigms and what's, you know, perceived safety right and so it's safe to have a job well not really i worked for g for 10 years one of the biggest companies in the world and they shut down overnight right
0: yeah yeah So there
1: was, there was a lot of that but communication 100 I, I was still yeah. very ignorant at that point i'm still ignorant i just i'm a little bit more aware but <laughs> um yeah it's 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 just generational ignorance that's that, unfortunately you
0: know. yeah by the way i appreciate you allowing me to dig a little bit there because oh, dig when-
1: deep as you want i'm an open book
0: awesome <laughs> i appreciate that because the listeners i mean look everybody's going towards relationships or in relationships they've had these setbacks from them and you know it's just so important to learn from each other of like one thing i really try to focus on is like you know i see my wife in the kitchen sometimes and and her butt looks nice to me i go and smack it you know it's just like little playful things (laughs) like that or i tell her i tell her that she's beautiful all the time i notice i really try to when i notice her i use my words to say it and i'm not perfect by any means but this stuff has worked for me for 18 years And, and I think it's just so, I want people to have great relationships and, uh, I appreciate you, like I said, sharing that with us, but I cut you off at the point where you GE and the marriage, and then you said you became into entrepreneurship. So,
1: yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and that's where, that's where everything kind of turned Listen, I've had a beautiful life, by the way. I mean, everything I'm telling you here, uh, we had a lot of love in our family, my mom, even a single, single mom, but just lots of love. There's no lack of love. I've had an amazing life. No, uh, I'm just telling you the story of what it is, you know, um, those, a series of environmental stimulus GE, the divorce that caused me to start to think and want to explore and grow. And um, I was introduced to a, uh, well, I started a, a construction company that I still have, but I was introduced to a network marketing company. And that was probably the pivotal point in my life because, um, and I don't know if you know much about network marketing, but in that space, they encourage personal development. Yep. They encourage personal development. And my mentor in that company he was earning about uh, 200K a month. He said, listen, he's like, you got to read this book, Think and Grow Rich, which yeah, I'm sure is the Bible, right?
0: Yep, yep, yep.
1: So this book, this book changed everything for me. This book has changed things for millions of people um, throughout, throughout decades, right? And this is the core of what we teach now. But this book started that whole journey, right? That whole awareness and understanding that we become what we think. And um, once I started reading that book, I made some decisions. I put the gas down. That year, the next 12 months, I took my construction company from a million to 10 million in 12 months. And it was nothing to do with me. It was the information, right? And I also became the top recruiter in that network marketing company. So two things in parallel. And that that just changed everything. I was uh, 41 years old. I mean, so you're talking about 40 years of ignorance. Then you get in front of a little bit of information, right? Think and grow rich. Mm -hmm. And you start to study and understand your mind a little bit and the, the conscious, the subconscious, and the body. And that we're all creative beings and there's no such thing as big or small and everything can change. And I mean, in a heartbeat, that was a pretty quick turnaround. In that same year, uh, do you know who Bob Proctor is by any chance?
0: Yes, I do.
1: So I met him at a conference, at a seminar, right? He was, t- he was talking about mindset. It was at the uh, Eric Worre GoPro Mastery. Yep. I was in the audience with 10,000 people from around the world. I was brand new in network marketing when I saw him speak, he was talking about the the physics and the science of wealth creation. Like it's a duplicatable. It's not a mystery. It's just not taught in school. And I said, "Holy cow!" I said that what he's drawing this mind map. I said that's the keys to the kingdom right there. Yes. And yes. because of my um, engineering background, I re- really just resonated with it. So I, from the audience, I made a decision. I said, "I'm going to be teaching and coaching with this man all over the world." I'd never met him, right? I was in an ocean of 10,000 people. Six months later, I was teaching and coaching with him. And now we're, we're his number one coach in the world teaching wealth mindset. So it, it's amazing what can happen mm-hmm. with just a little bit of guidance and information. and You understand who and what we are and what we're capable of. So that's sort of, uh, that's sort of where we are now. Not, I mean, fast forward, we have over a dozen companies and revenue streams. I'm CEO of a software company. We have gaming, clothing. I still have the construction company, um, network marketing. I don't say this to impress anybody. I was I was rowing that same boat of ignorance for like 43 years before I even sparked into this information.
0: <laughs> That's so. The, the irony there is I'm <laughs> 43 years old right now, and it, it to me a couple like about a, about a year ago, year and a half ago, I came in the same situation, man. Mm-hmm. And I look back and I'm like, shit, why did I take so long to figure this out? Like, so I don't look back and regret, but what I do now is I know, okay, I don't know how long I'm going to be on this planet, right? A mm-hmm. window is, is definitely shorter or, or smaller. Now I have to move faster with urgency. And, and mm-hmm. that's where rocket fuel came from. I got to move fast. Yeah. And, uh, and man, it's so funny you said that too. Like, why is that that we have to wait till we're 40 or 43 to figure this stuff out? I mean, I know- Well, some- it's,
1: not, uh, it's not our fault, right? That's the one thing. Is like you said, there's no regrets. Regret is a low vibration. It's a waste of time and energy. Yeah, yeah. It just is what it is. I mean, God has a plan. You know, the universe has a plan. And for me, it wasn't until, you know, it wasn't five years old. It wasn't like some people that are very young, you know? Now, my mm-hmm. daughter- um, if you look her up, Madison Dalmaso. I mean, she's a millionaire at age 24. She's had this information since she was right. You know, 18. <laughs> yeah. She's got multiple revenue streams. She's half owner of our, of our consulting company and she travels the world. I mean, she's just creating, she's got the love of her life. So I think the beautiful thing is once we become aware is imparting that. And we've really, one of the things we, we do is we have a program, um, uh, no one's left, left behind, right. It's, it's, it's pennies a day. it's, it's, it, we're, designed to have millions of people getting this information at a young age. My passion and my heart and soul now is is getting this information to the masses, you
0: know? Yeah. You know, I say that, like, why didn't I live this earlier? But now what can I do about it? Well, let's go to younger people, go to younger people. So they don't do the same thing you and I did and wait till 40. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So, uh, Bob Proctor, I'm familiar with my publisher of the book, Carolyn Flower actually is big in with Bob Proctor and, uh, talks about him all the time. I'm a Grant Cardone guy, but yeah. I, I love uh, anybody that thinks the way we think like that. I mean, it's fantastic. But Grant did something for me. I talk about this often, but I don't know if you felt the same thing. I have an animal inside of me all along. I've always mm-hmm. been this, mm. you know, I think my mom imprinted in me at a young age you're going to be an influencer, you're going to be a leader before I even knew those words. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking that way and acting that way and doing that at a young age, along with you're stubborn, you're hard headed. And the thing about that is stubborn and hard-headed has a negative connotation a lot, but it's not the wrong thing when you're doing it on the right thing. And, 100%. you know, so these things came into me at a young age. Well, over the years, I got introverted with all the chip away that people would do, the discouraging people and, and the events that I was, and the people that I was around. And eventually I cocooned myself, like introverted myself into mm. this cage. Well, when I read the 10X rule, similar to what the thinking Grow Rich did to you, I read the 10X rule first. That basically gave me the validation that I needed to unleash the animal. I realized I wasn't the crazy one. The people that I was, I was surrounding myself with were the ones that were having issues, not me.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: And so that, when that happened, man, like that, everything changed. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm so glad I got to meet you. By the way, I forget, I, did we get uh, through LinkedIn or something? Do you remember? Yeah,
1: I think it was Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I forget uh, which one of us fell upon the other one, but yeah, I just you know, like-minded vibrations and sent them, One of us sent a message. Yeah, no, same here. Same yeah, here. Yeah.
0: So I, like I said, I'm very grateful that I got to, you know, connect with you on this. And so now where, besides that, the, uh, coaching business and the consulting business, what are you doing besides that with the other businesses that you have?
1: Sure. So we have a software company that we're launching. I'm a CEO of that. It's a tool for entrepreneurs. So it's very much in harmony with helping the masses, right? This new generations of solo entrepreneurs where people are doing multiple things. So we built a uh, CRM software around that. We're launching that. I still have the construction company. Uh, one of the biggest things we do is that the consulting company with me and my daughter. Like I said, we teach and coach and train mindset all over the world, all different levels. That's the passion, right? So I do certain things for money and certain things for passion. So and what we're doing here, this is passion. If I can help any of your you know, listeners in any way, shape or form with my story or anything, that's the humanity side of it, right? And I learned that, like I said, in my mid forties. Up until like 45, I was driven by money. Mm-hmm. Now that's not my fault. That's an ignorance. And then you under, You start to connect. You know, service to many leads to greatness, and that's where the software idea came from too. So once we, once I started playing with this information, and I, I was able to scale the construction company. I said, well, how big does this all get? Now my engineering side said, well, there's no such thing as big or small. There's just relativity. The universal law of relativity. Mm-hmm. Right? The earth itself is not big or small until you compare it to a golf ball of the universe. Yep. So that's yep. when I set a goal and I got it right here. Your, your, your audience can't see, but I know you can. There's a software company selling for $21 billion, right?
0: Yep. Because there's no thing as bigger or video. small. This is on video too, so people can. Oh, sweet, watch. sweet. Yeah. So I have
1: my little vision book here. This is something we, we have for our high end clients. It's like a vision board that I can carry with me anywhere I go. Yep. Right? There's me and my daughter. Um, she's beautiful, is, by the way. Oh, she's amazing. She's the, the, my. Pride and joy.
0: <laughs> I have, I have um, mine's eight years old still. So she's, she's never too involved.
1: young. I'm telling you, never too young. we It's the bizarre what we do. like we, we Your kids can understand. I mean, they, they can learn languages at a young age. Everything we teach is that they're wide open to it, you know?
0: I wanted to take a quick break here to remind you that my book, Rocket Fuel, is available for sale now at MikeCrock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCrock.com forward slash book. Go get a copy and share it with your friends and family. It will change lives, guys. I will not let you down. Now back to the show. So with, with the tech product that you have, talk to me a little bit about that for a second. So sure. you know, I think and when talking to previous people that were you know, creating these tech products, the successful ones I talked to said that they had an idea and they thought it would be great. But then really what propelled them was they went to the market. I think it's just like this with any business, but they went to the market and said, What do you need? Does this really serve you or what would serve you? How was that process for you when you were developing this and how did you make sure that the the market wanted it?
1: Sure. Um, It it all stemmed from the network marketing industry. When I, when I started in that industry, like I said, I set some pretty good goals and I became the top recruiter and some things that came to me quite naturally, because like I said, my background was systems engineering and I just understood, well, I need to reach out to a lot of people quickly. It needs to be a system. Need to escalate people. So there's a lot of things that I had naturally that I thought were common sense. Then come to find out in the industry, they're not common sense at all. You know, One of the biggest failure points for you know, either realtors or network marketers, very similar spaces, is building that comprehensive uh, prospecting list. To me, it's a no brainer I just, I piled up thousands of leads and I just started going through them, right? That is not common sense coming to find out. Uh, another thing is following up right and escalating giving people bits of information so they can intellig- intelligently make a choice yes or no that came quite naturally to me but come to find out in the industry it's something like 80 or 85 percent failure rate because of those two things i saw some things in that industry that could be solved pretty easily with the software and that's where the idea came from. now i don't know anything about software but i do know about the mind right i don't i don't need to know about software i just need to have an idea and then let start using the power of asking and mastermind and
0: specialized knowledge.
1: That's, that's the deal. <laughs> and I want to go back to what you call, what your mom was calling stubborn. There's a chapter in thinking called uh, grow rich called persistence. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. That's like, that's an amazing, it's an amazing trait to have. Yeah. We just it's yeah. get, it gets mislabeled.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I like the word, so I'm big on definitions. So I was looking up the word stubborn
1: uh-huh. and
0: you know, I like to use, you know, if somebody wants to call me stubborn, okay, l- let me convert that into fuel, right? So, yeah. okay, stubborn. Well, perversely unyielding.
1: Yeah, I, was, I love it. <laughs> that was the
0: part of the definition that I love. So I didn't want to go back to the word persistence because everybody hears that and it goes in one ear and out the other because of persistence. But when I say stubborn and they're like, wait a minute, that stubborn is a bad thing. No, 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 Perversely unyielding. Like I'm, a per- I'm pervertedly stubborn. Like that. It. So that just, I like to reframe things because, you know, one of the things, there's no new concepts out there. Nope. What, what really happens is people like, you know, Joel Olstein, for example, he's the, the, the big um, pastor. Mm-hmm. He's a, a pro, like really like an expert at reframing concepts from the Bible. And a lot of it was reframed into like personal development, business, mm-hmm. mindset. And so I noticed that with him at a young age, I'm like, this guy's great because he's not saying the same things I'm hearing in church. Pastors are all saying the same things at the churches I go to. He says it differently, but it's, I can understand it better.
1: That's the deal. It's a different lens. That's exactly what we do. And it, like you said, there, there's no such thing as new information. All the information that ever was or ever will be, it's omnipresent. What we're getting is different lenses. And it used to be that science and theology were at polar opposites. What we understand now, it's the exact same thing explained differently through hu- human consciousness. Yep. It really is. We're explaining the same stuff. Energy is or I am, right? It's, it's universal consciousness or God, but we're all explaining the same stuff. It's, just, it's the human conscious perception of it. Whether it's religion or science, and that's what Bob's gotten really good at is bridging those gaps. So you're taking Harvard-level information and, and able to teach it at like a like a sixth-grade level, you know, like the law of vibration and attraction and what some of these things are. Yeah. What's your
0: favorite thing from Bob Proctor that you didn't get out of think and Grow Rich necessarily, or way, the way he frames something? What's your favorite Bob Proctor thing? Oh boy, that's a tough one. Um, First thing that comes to mind.
1: Well, we become what we think. Yeah, that's not just a cute phrase. That's that's a yeah. physics equation.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Whether it's Steve Jobs or somebody that's broke on the street, we become what we think. So what are we thinking? What is a dominant thought? Right. And that is in thinking, grow rich, but if you read it, you might miss it. And Bob helped me really see that as a mentor. That's sort of, you you know, you've had mentors. I mean, probably many of them, right. Mentor is shortcut time. They can Mm -hmm. explain things five or six different ways until it resonates. Right. Yeah. But yeah, we become what we think. I mean, that's what I'm going to have somewhere in history.
0: <laughs> well, And when you're re- reading Think and Grow Rich, it starts off and talks about there's something in this book and you'll know it when you see it or know it when you hear it. And you know, I've seen a lot of stuff in it, but is there really one thing?
1: Oh yeah. I got there- it. I got it instantly.
0: Okay. Cause so, so I'm seeing it. I'm seeing the main thing about what you think, what you think is what you say, what you say is what you do, what you do becomes your life. I'm seeing this, this concept, but I'm also seeing a whole bunch of different things. So I'm like, does that really mean that there's a whole bunch of things that you can get? And when you get it, you'll get it? Or is there just really one thing? There is
1: one, se- there is one secret in that book and you can catch it as soon as you crack the cover or you can read it a hundred times. There definitely is. And I don't want to let it out of the bag. You and I can talk Yeah, online. yeah, because we, <laughs> you know, we
0: need to make people read it. But, but <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like it could be like different things to different people or there's so much in that book.
1: It's it, a lot. It's a lot. Bob's been studying that book every single day for 60 years without fail. And I kid you not, he's not missed a day in 60 years. That's why I have, I do, if it works for Bob, I might as well do the same thing. I have this book open and I'll just read the same chapter, the same paragraph, just something every yeah. day, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have that. I have the copy. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't looked at it actually in a couple of days and so now you got me <laughs> here somewhere in my office. But um, so uh, do you know Greg Reed by any chance? I do not. No. So Greg Reed was commissioned by the uh, Napoleon Hill Foundation to go around and, and interview uh, super successful people, similar to the way Napoleon Hill did. And he wrote a book called Three Feet from Gold.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm and, familiar with the book. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So him and Sharon Lecter got together and uh, wrote the book. I become friends with Greg now, and I'm in a mastermind with him, and Very he cool. runs a mastermind like a mastermind supposed to be run. Very few I, people know what that is. Right. And so it's it's different than what I've ever been to before, where you go somewhere and somebody's talking the whole time you can ask them questions. We're actually putting our heads together. And that's what I was in Vegas for, actually. Gotcha. Um, and when I did this, this is the first in-person real mastermind that I went to. And we meet on Zoom uh, every other week as well. And man, let me tell you something. The people that I got in into this with were the most generous, mm. loving, caring, kind-hearted people, but have such great minds and uh man it's just with no limitations it's something we get around
1: other like-minded people with no limitations and i love what you said about the mastermind because almost nobody understands what a mastermind is in a real mastermind you don't come to get you come to give yep you come to give right and you take turns and but you're always coming to give and help and solve and that's in harmony with the impression of increase right the law of cause and effect yeah that's awesome yeah because very few people understand what a real mastermind is
0: yeah. And the fact that when you're in the opportunity chair and someone gives you a suggestion or, or something, you don't have to say, yeah, but, or I've tried that, or no, it's just thank you and just take mm-hmm. what you can get. If you don't use it, you don't use it, but you're looking for, you know, it's one thing I go to conferences and, and uh, any kind of event I go to, I, I be, always go with intentionality to pick up one to five things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to absorb everything because it's impossible to absorb everything. Agreed. Well, yeah. I don't know if it's impossible, but, you know, it's not common. I like to pick out those one to five things I can take oh man, wow, I didn't hear it like that before. And then implement it immediately in my life. And mm-hmm. that gives you the opportunity at those, at those masterminds. And I'm, now I I'm, you know, know how to do those. Now I'm going to be starting my own mastermind and doing it the right way, which I think is the right way. It
1: sounds like, yeah, it sounds like you guys are, we can chat offline about that too, because it's definitely something that's been handed down through the ages. And you know, one of the original, well, some of the original masterminds are the founding forefathers of our country. That's where this, a lot of this really yes. got solidified yeah. is the, the process and what was you know, the intention. And that's been carried forward, but it's been lost uh, throughout the ages. So, Mike, one thing I'd love to give to your clients and, and your customers here and your your, sure, your fan base and even yourself, anybody, because we all go to seminars, we, we learn, you know, copywriting, we learn real estate, whatever it is, we learn social media. Anytime anybody goes to any kind of a seminar or uh, a learning event and you hit it right on the head, the best thing to do is take three to five takeaways that you want to implement. But we we got to do it to make that a habit is get it from the conscious into the subconscious. And the way to do that is to actually write them out on a card or something. Let's say it was a real estate event. You learn three things you want to implement. You write out those three things and then every morning for a year, you read them.
0: Intention statements kind of?
1: Yeah, just, just, let's say it was a methodology. Oh, I, I learned that I got a cold call 20 people a day. I'm just picking something out. I learned a social media, a certain, like I'm going to go live every day. Like you, we, in order to change a habit, you have to change the program that's causing the habit. And the way okay. to do that is through Auto suggestion, right? Chapter yep. two. <laughs> yep. yep. And this is not taught in school. It's not really taught anywhere. It's super simple, but we need the repetition. We need the repetition of the new idea, the new command. Just the same way you somebody learns to golf. It's the same way you learn to speak English. We're just not taught that part in school. So we forget about that.
0: Yeah. Now, so speaking of unlimited mindset, thinking bigger, um, what's next for you, your daughter, your businesses? What's next, like for 2021 and beyond? Like, what are you doing to really Expand, let's say, because there's no such thing as big and small. in relativity.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we're expanding our network. We have our mastermind, the Elite 100, and it's, we have uh, my good friend Phil Goldfines in there. He's a Hollywood producer. We have, you know, CEOs and real estate moguls. So we're everybody in there is philanthropic. So we're looking at some global issues there within that group. Uh, we're expanding our obviously our our coaching. Our the platform we have is designed. We could literally have hundreds of millions, maybe even a billion people on it. It's, it's on Facebook. So we have this one-to-many bringing this information to the world concept that we're we're working on in 2021. Uh, We are launching the software company. that has been about two years in the works. So that's launching Q1, Q2. So that's exciting. We have a whole whole bunch of different investments, but mostly it's all centered around coaching. It's bringing this information to the masses. My my goal in my lifetime here is to change education globally. And it won't be through the school systems.
0: Love it, man. Two things to end the show, wrap this up. Two things. One, I want to know, if everybody comes on podcasts and they share what they know, their knowledge and experiences and all that, what is something that you're challenged with right now or struggling with personally, financially, business, whatever that you would be willing to share?
1: Yeah, I don't struggle with anything, but a challenge would be that people don't value free. Like our coaching is 67 cents a day, the, the one to many, just to, to give people a capitals, And people don't value free. So it's a challenge to get people. Now we teach what I would teach somebody paying me a hundred K a month. Mm-hmm. We just made it available for everybody, right? So the challenge is to get people to, they don't value free. Love is free and they abuse it. I've abused it, right? Multiple yeah. divorces. Health is free. We abuse that. We don't value free. And, and the challenge would be to get the masses of people that are, that are looking to get ahead to value free, right? To value something that somebody's giving as a give back so that they pay attention. That's the it, challenge.
0: Maybe it's teaching people that time is a commodity. And then when you're doing something, you're investing your time and time is more valuable than money. Maybe that starts there. I like, I like to look at the root sometimes and that could be maybe the cause, but I totally get it, man. And then the other question, I want to challenge you a little bit. Maybe we can figure it out here. Maybe not. Sure. But if you were to be, play a bigger game, if you were to say, man, you know, before I got on this, this call with C-Rock, I was thinking that I was expanding. We have a lot of plans, but I ask you this question now, if you were to be able to play a bigger game, what could we do to get. Trying to even play bigger.
1: That's interesting. I mean, what you're asking me is literally what we teach. I spend my entire life expanding people's minds, so I really don't have any limits.
0: But so, so that a I, know roofer, of, that I know of. <laughs> but a roofer, a roofer has a leaky roof. <laughs> right? The uh, the guy that washes cars sure, from the sure, yeah, has I gotcha, a dirty car, gotcha. right? So that's why I asked this question to you.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's a good one. Um, it's a good question, but I you don't have
0: to have the answer right now, but I, I just like yeah. planting seeds. Yeah. Because you know, sometimes I'm thinking, I'm going all out and thinking. And then all of a sudden, somebody comes along and says, "Man, I think you should be playing a bigger game now." Bigger Mm -hmm. again, relatively. We're talking, you know, hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. It starts, it starts open up and starts making you ponder, and Mm -hmm. and that's always good to kind of jar a little bit of uh, new thinking. Maybe I don't
1: know. No, it's a good question because it's very few people when you're when you're like us, very few people challenge you because you're you're the person, you're the you're the mentor, you're the coach. So um, it's an interesting question. I'll definitely have to think more on that.
0: Well, listen, Brian, thank you so much for coming on. How can my audience reach you? The best way to reach you and engage with you?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Brian Delmaso on Instagram, just Brian, uh, B-R-I-A-N uh, D A L M A S O on Instagram. Uh, also on Facebook, LinkedIn, all the above. Our Instagram is probably the biggest thing. And then um, our company is the Matrix Success Network.
0: And that's also on Instagram, Matrix Success Network, spelled yep. out all together. Yep. Um, good following on there as well, man. And that's awesome. And Uh, I'm excited for what you guys are having store. You and your daughter look like you're, you know, doing wonderful things and I'm fired up and you know, I want to do anything I can to lift you guys up and encourage you. If there's anything I can ever do, um, even if it's just showing up to something to contribute, whatever I could ever do, man, I'm available to you. Just want you to know that. And all you got to do is reach out. And if there's anything I can, uh, assist you with, I'd be happy to. So thank you so much for coming on today, Brian.
1: No, it's been my pleasure. I would say the same for you too. I mean, I love, uh, we do a lot of, a lot of give back, a lot of free seminars. If there's anything that you see that I could be of some value, absolutely. we're very, yeah. very good at teaching mindset at a very high level. So I would say the same thing and we should definitely connect in Miami.
0: Yeah, actually, I, uh, I do have something that I could uh, ask you offline here. So um, we'll, we'll do that. So thank you so much again, guys, go support Brian, his daughter, Matrix Success Network. We love to support our guests. Thank them for coming on and let them, uh, you know, let them know that you heard them here on what are you made of with your boy, Mike C rock. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Go get that rocket fuel book, Mike C forward slash book. And until next time, be good. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of what are you made of? Be sure to check my website out at the Mike C the Mike C with no K.com, And let us know how we can help you or your business reach its full potential.